Improvise, adapt, overcome. This is the way. And this is Hyperborean Radio. I am the lore keeper. That was Celtic God. And we have some good news for you, everybody. Yep. We actually grew enough that we got a sponsor. You're going to hear them shortly. We like to think it was funny. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to do it, we might as well do what we can to make it funny. And um, no, it it's doesn't go against our morals or our ethics. You guys will hear. Um, and it ju- it's just going to help us grow. Yes, and it does help support us. It helps support the work we do. It helps support the podcast. It helps support the writing, the website, and a lot of the other things that we're actually going to talk about today. Right. And this is really, it's a set, all this beginning, talking about this, this is a setup for what we're going to be getting into, so please don't skip ahead. Um, and no, we're not going to get greedy with the advertisements like a lot of people, and every five minutes you have a, yeah, an no, advert. No, no Yahoo method. Yeah, we're, we're not going to be doing that. I know that some podcasts do that, and that's, no, that's, that's over much. I wouldn't ask you guys to sit through that much, but... Anywhere between 30 seconds and one minute. It, this one, we're doing a one-minute advert because it's funny. We're trying to make it a little bit entertaining. And yeah, we're, if we're, you're going to do it, have fun with it. Yeah, we're trying to grow, go more Doritos or Budweiser, right. less uh, Toyota or Gillette. Well, and we have um, a more grown-up audience, so I'm sure that you guys can sit through a couple one-minute adverts to basically to help us grow. They're strong. If they yeah. can make it successfully through the 80s, 90s, oh. and today's, I think they can survive this. Well, and really make it to this episode because <laughs> we say some things people do not want to hear. It's things people need to hear, but it's things that they don't want to oh, hear. Oh, we're the asshole uncles everybody yeah. needs, but nobody really wants. <laughs> well, and for some reason, they still love them, even if they hate them. So, yeah. Whether you love to hate us or you love to love us, it really matters. So, um uh, Actually, I'm going to stop right right here and introduce it. But in general, we're not going to do that. I'm just going to wedge them in um, randomly through most of the episodes, even the next next one that play in here. And we're going to uh, update it so it's not the same advert forever. But to be honest, it's not going to be every t- every episode is going to have a new version of it because that's not just how the system don't have the up. time for it. All right, so I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed this. Virgin run of the advert. Yes. I hope that you guys liked it and that wasn't too painful. No, I think I think the fatality rate was only about five percent. Right, right. Let's let's find out. Uh we'll find out um this coming up weekend. But the other thing uh that we have news about is we're putting together a Hyperborean radio website. For anybody that follows on the Patreon, they're already well aware of this. And it's we're going to be leaning more entertainment because who, what? Okay, the reality we're is we're not people, trying to convert anybody. What we're trying to do is give people back who we are. Well, what we're trying to do is give them back what they should have had at the beginning. That's the reality of it. We're not trying to have everybody join the cult of Odin or Tyr or Zeus or whatever. We're just trying to give people back who they are, their inheritance, and let them decide where to go from there. Right. And one of the ways to do that for the normal person, it isn't to preach to them. It isn't to invite them into a religion or some spirituality where you have to pray 13 times a day or whatever the fuck the weird things are that's in fashion today. It's to entertain them so that they can internalize the story, so that they can internalize the worldview. 
you make it cool. You make it something that they want to participate in, something that they want to aspire to be. And I think that we're going to be taking a unique route at this. Um, but part of it's based off from real world conversations I've had with people. Oh, and me, because both of us have had a lot of interactions where we'll go on about how, oh, this isn't accurate. This is what it actually is. And we try to, we try to not be dicks about it. We try not to take anything away. We try to give like, uh, the example you usually use is Tinkerbell is a sprite, not a fairy. And it'll explain the difference and they'll be like, oh, that makes sense. Right. And then they get, there's a way to do it where people get mad at you. And there's a way to get to do it where they get mad at Disney. They get mad at Warner Brothers. They get mad at Pixar. They get mad at these big companies because they're like, well, they obviously do the research because they're putting in this obscure bits of lore. Why are they twisting it into something that's not? Why are they damaging it? Why are they lying are the common things that that comes to mind. And quite honestly, it's money. It's money, and they don't care. They know that they can sell us our lore, but they want to copyright it. So, therefore, they can't. They cannot present it in a real way. Oh yeah, and they've tried. They've tried to copyright the name Loki. They've tried to copyright. I think they tried to copyright the name Thor they when that tried first came to copyright out. elves. Even yes, the Tolkien family tried doing it, copywriting elves and dwarves. Granted. They actually followed the rules, so I'm surprised that they didn't get a copyright on it because the elves that they present, is they're actually fairies. They're not lore-accurate elves. They're, they are lore-ish accurate fairies, though. Same way with the dwarves. The dwarves in Tolkien is not dwarves. They're, they're gnomes. They're lore-accurate gnomes. Well, and I think I'm... I might be wrong here, but I think actually one of the things is dwarves and dwarfs and elves or elves are just the word and then like an S after it. There's the, the V E thing that mm-hmm. elves and dwarves yeah, it's have. supposed to be elves and dwarfs. Yes, but the elves and dwarves with the V, that was actually Tolkien, which mm-hmm. is I think another thing. He did successfully copyright the hobbits, but then people just did um the uh, well, mis- they're halflings. Yes. Well they they uh they Mr. Pibbed the Dr. Pepper. Right. So but the thing is is we're we're not trying we're not going to try and copyright a giant. We're going to tell stories with a lore accurate giant. It might not be and we have plans to where yes, we will be presenting the actual lore, but in an entertaining way. And then there will be other entertainment that takes lessons from the lore and puts it in a way where people can internalize it, where they can understand it and aspire to it. Well, that's like when I write articles or you write articles, because we both do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're doing is we're actually taking usually months worth of research, sometimes years, and condensing it down into as short as we can and still get the idea across so that people don't have to do that ludicrous amount of work to get that same amount mm-hmm. of information. And so it's a it's a tool we're trying to give back. Right. That's why we write the articles. That's why we do the daily posts on Telegram and stuff like that. Is because we're trying to give people back stuff that they would need to do a ludicrous amount of work to find. But it's all right there. Right. And that's what's going to hopefully be on the website is all that work we've been doing. Right. In a, in, in a way that's fun to, to read, listen to, and watch. We don't have the watch yet. 
slow down. We're we're working on things. Baby it's going to take time. It's going to take some resources. And the less resources, the more time it takes. That's just the way that life works. Improvise, adapt, overcome. That's the way. It's it's what we do. But, um, for instance, one of the things I notice with the Vikings, if I stand there and I tell a person that is a fan of the Vikings show, everything that's wrong, they get mad at me. If I tell them that the Vikings show... Yeah, sure, it's entertaining, but it's not actually accurate. I think the real story would have been better. Then they look at me quizzically. Then I tell them the real stories that involve Rolo, that involve Ragnar, that involve Ragnar's two wives, which I'm not sure if he had more wives or not, but I know they had those two notable wives, not at the same time, of his sons. And I tell tell them the way that the stories actually went, and they're like, why didn't they just do that? That's so much cooler. Oh. That's what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Well, like one of the most obvious ones with the Viking show is Oslog. Mm-hmm. Oslog was a heroine. She was she is beloved. And they make her uh, rip off Cersei to capitalize on the Game of Thrones popularity at the time. Right. And we have no interest in doing that. We want to give people the real stories, even if they're not presented in a real way, because one of the things that we're doing We've dubbed it Boreal Punk. So it's futuristic, max and all kinds of cool stuff, and it's dark and light. and So it's we're setting up a fictional world that's going, but when we present lore or the views, it's going to be true to who we are as a people. It's uh, we're, we're doing, we're the, telling the truth. We're going to be telling a lie to reveal the truth, as should be done. We're not going to tell a lie to tell a lie. Basically, what we're doing is reverse urban uh, urban fantasy. Right. Whereas urban fantasy takes, not always, but takes a realistic world that everyone knows and puts fantastical elements into it that are usually invented. We're going to take a world that we can show to give people a more optimistic view and actually show certain elements of our nature through the storytelling while presenting the actual lore and mythology as accurately as humanly possible. Well, a good storyteller will use lies to reveal the truth, and a bad storyteller tells the truth to, or uses the truth to, to tell a lie. We're, we're planning on telling the truth. The boreal punk world doesn't exist. That's true. But the lessons inside of it, the stories that they're going to tell, all of these things are going to be Revealing truths, sometimes directly related to the lore. So why are we talking about the advertisement, uh, the website, the Boreal Punk, when, well, we're starting, you guys have heard, we're starting the the advertisement now. It's because we don't want everybody to be shocked. Like, oh my goodness, you guys have, have lost your way. No, we haven't lost our way. This is part of our plan. We... If we're going to change society, we have to change society. We have to change people's minds and hearts. And the way, the only way to do that is to get them to want to. Well, and, and to get them to want to, you have to present something cool, something that they want. Well, and the reality is, is the oral storytelling tradition, which we've pushed many times, and this is the reason that it won't restart is there's no new stories. Mm-hmm. The, the, the stories actually being written in books was a form of trying to kill them. Because once they're written in books, well, there's a graveyard. Yeah, it's a graveyard. This is the grave of the gods, the graves of s- stories. 
uh, being written down is where folklore goes to die. Now, the positive is that it preserves it. The negative is it preserves it in time like a mosquito in amber. Yeah. Well, and not even necessarily like a mosquito in amber. It's distorted. And that's what the books do. It distorts it. Even if it's written down with the intention of being 100% accurate, a writer cannot present anything 100% accurate or true. You can't do it. I can't do it. Nobody can do it because we all have our own personal lenses that we view the world through. Well, it's part of the reason that the why do we specifically push people to go back to their own gods? It's because we're trying to give people freedom right that's the point of it it's like i cannot give someone of lithuanian descent the dogda and then say they have returned to their own way they have found the way for the dogda for instance i would be doing ethnic faith the lithuanian in this example would be doing a religion that's that can't happen if we're going to truly be free we have to drop religion and just embrace the way well, and the thing is, is how the way is, is the gods doesn't really matter if you believe in them or not, but how they work is all of a sudden you're just at Macha's cottage. You were walking to, I don't know, Tesco. Right. And well, then all of a sudden there's just a random cottage mm-hmm. in between the stores. And you're like, I've never seen that before. Yeah, I was kind of sad that those uh, audios I did didn't do better because testing them. I, I was able to get people really excited about it because I'm like, imagine yourself walking walking through the woods. You're going to your grandmother's house. And you didn't know it, but your grandmother is Macha, this goddess. And you knock on the door and this is what happens. Like, you went to go meet a grandmother that you didn't know that you had. And then they get really excited when they hear it, when they hear it. And they're like, oh, I thought Macha was evil or cruel or this or that. And I can hear in it, yeah, she's dangerous. She she can be scary, but she doesn't want to be. And that's not her intention. No, it's what it basically is, is we're trying to take these stories and give people what, what would be called radio plays. Yeah. Well, currently, that's that's what we're doing. Uh, we, eventually, we want to do more, but resources. Shorts and movies. Uh, I TV mean, we shows, have grand dreams games. that we will probably never hit. Like, I would like to start doing... Feature-length movies, that's a long ways off. A yes. long, long ways off, if but, ever possible, while I'm alive. Well, and the reality is, is every revival of the ethnic way for our people has always been preceded by a massive amount of the lore being present in the media of the time. Mm-hmm. And what used to happen, this was a benefit, was while many people would be they would take the media and run with it because they wouldn't know the stories. The people who knew the stories could actually be like, no, wait, it's actually this. And it would actually bring them potentially more attention. Right. Right now we're at a disadvantage because many people didn't grow up with the lore. So they're running the me- taking the media and run with it, which always happens. But there's no one there to be like, whoa, hold your horses, sonny boy. Well, see, like one thing I'd like to do is really piss off Disney. Of course, I we're going to need money for lawyers by the time we do this. But present Tinkerbell in her green dress with her blonde hair and her little pixie dust on her wings, the dust that comes off from her wings. 
except for she's a sprite, which is why we would need the army of lawyers. We are nowhere near that yet. Oh, we could because we would be attacked by Disney. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could potentially get away with it for satire, but well, with the with the lawyers, we would win. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because we would have fair use with satire and whatnot. Well, not even satire like she is a sprite. A sprite can be named Tinker Bell because it is based off from the Tinker's Bell. It's tiny. It's little. It's overlooked. It's extremely useful. Just like a sprite. That's the thing is most of these characters, like Disney, for example. Disney got where it is by taking folklore and public domain literature changing it just enough that they could sue the pants off someone that tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Jiminy Cricket, for instance. They, they changed Pinocchio a lot, but one thing they did was they gave the cricket a name. You can't have Jiminy Cricket anywhere else. You can have the, the you cricket. You can have Frank the Cricket. Yeah, you can have the cricket that plays the role of the conscious because that's in public domain. That's part of the Pinocchio stories. Mm-hmm. But Jiminy is specifically... Right, and if Disney. you if you did a lore accurate animation with your own animation style and it was wonderful, and you got the cricket there, Disney would still come after you. You need the lawyers to fight them off. Oh yeah, because DreamWorks had the, the 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 Shrek franchise references Disney stuff all the mm-hmm. time. They have the money to hire lawyers though if they need them. Right, so eventually I want to start sticking thorns in the side of HBO. Disney, Pixar, Warner Brothers. I don't want to redo their stories unless they took our folklore. And then I want to get in a position where we can present our folklore accurately. But to be honest, this is no less than 10 years away. Unless everything falls absolutely perfectly into place. Odds are it's going to be more like, I'm going to be an old man. Oh, yeah. We will have other smaller things between there, but a full-length feature where we can do stuff like that. Where we can afford to throw mud in the eye of these big mega corporations. Yeah, that's a while off. Yeah. But, you know, we'd be able to afford to do a feature-length film before we could afford to redo Pinocchio. Yes. Just to piss them off. Yes. Well, and I mean, other people have, but again... Lawyers. Yeah, they, they got the lawyers, or they're in a different con- uh, different country where their country allows for it. That's oh, why yeah. you get those uh, Latin American uh, or, uh, or the, the, the Asian shot- um, spinoffs. Or the shot-for-shot remakes, of complete with dialogue, of an American show in China where all they did was change the animals that the characters were. Yes. Yeah, China just doesn't give two yeah, fucks. China doesn't give a fuck. We aren't in China, so we can't do that. So the baby steps. Well, it, and when we when we're doing these like the the audio of matcha that we put out on Telegram, the MP3, that is the baby step learning how to do this other stuff. We're having improvise, adapt, overcome. We're using some things that we don't want to use, uh, some p- computer programs that we don't want to use. We would prefer to have live actors. We don't have access to that. Currently, and it's not that we don't know people, but people are shy or they don't want to. I don't like my voice. The thousand, thousand different Reasons. issues with it. So we're we're improvising, we're adapting, and we're trying to overcome. And we will keep pushing and pushing and pushing until we make something happen. 
and again, the more resources you get, like if we, we get the resources to where we can start hiring professional voice actors, well, the game changes. Oh yeah. Well, th- at that point we can do a lot with that. We can start, hi- we can make full length animated movies, all these things and actually give people lore accurate uh, trolls. Right. Fairy, mermaids, and gods. It, and it starts tiny. Everything starts tiny and small. It starts with the Telegram, our barely used YouTube channel, because we don't really agree with YouTube. Um, oh, we got a strike podcast. for... Yeah. For, <laughs> for telling the truth. Oh, all we did was take uh, uh, the, the strike on YouTube was because we took the... Uh, it was just a... An, a news clip and just put it up there it wasn't original content it was just a thing we found and we're like oh people should know about this clip here right. you go and we didn't get it for copyright strike it was for the content of oh, the copyright yes. uh, or mis- for the content of the video not it wasn't copyright at all oh yeah and they will never get rid of that strike no the, uh, there's a message there now that's there forever and ever and ever let that mark be forever on your head yeah so that's why we don't put much up on YouTube. But as we start producing more of the stuff, it's going to start going up on YouTube. And yes, Rumble too. Uh, we are aware of Rumble. We we live in we we live in the modern day. We know things. It's 2015. But, no wait, wrong wrong year. <laughs> but it's all starting small. It's starting with a small Telegram, a barely used YouTube, and the podcast that you guys are listening to. And we are growing thanks to you guys sharing us around because. Nobody else does. Oh yeah, we are um, we are a niche within a niche because we don't well, tell people what hold they. Hold on, w- I can't say nobody else does. There's very small groups that do once in a while, and we do thank the small groups. But you're part of the individuals. We get way more individual shares than we do group shares. Yeah, we appreciate any groups that that help us out. Oh yeah, we really do appreciate everyone. Like I think we had a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu group that followed us i don't know if they still are but thank you uh, yeah. hello everybody hello uh ju- jujitsu the stuff up yeah get them yes um, but yeah it's we're growing because people care because they like what you guys like what we're putting out otherwise you wouldn't listen we see when people don't like what we're saying they turn us off it shows up on the algorithms we oh can yeah see that <laughs> we can see the 10 percent drops Yes, that's how many people we piss off on a regular basis. And we don't care because we're going to keep doing what's right. We're going to tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Right. There, there's been people ask us, well, why don't you get the uh, tax exemption thing? And there's another one recently. Uh, thanks. Appreciate well, we actually it. Are, and, we, we are thankful you mentioned it. We just we, we have considered yeah, it before. We, and looked into it. And it's the fast way. We could get money. And... Yes, people like you guys listening would be more likely to give give us money if you can write it off on your taxes and so on and so forth. We get that where we would qualify for government grants. With what our goals are, we would we would qualify for the tax exempt. We would qualify for shit tons of grants. But here's what would happen. We wouldn't be able to necessarily do what's right. We would have to bend to these federal laws being inclusive and diverse. And we are quite literally the opposite of that. Right. I mean, we are we are diverse because we even encourage people that we meet who are Japanese. To yeah, we encourage other races to do the same thing that we're doing. But what they would want us to do is 
Well, you have to allow them to come into your churches, which we don't want the churches have. would, to be honest, would be churches on paper. They'd be halls. They'd just be greeting halls. No, no, no uh, sermons. No, any. they would be used for what our people traditionally used them for. Just gathering places. Yeah. The the local pub, but for everybody. Yeah. But for everybody, which I, I and it's not that we would doing it ourselves like we would be like, no. You person, we're having a thing, and you don't look like us. You can't come in. It'd be like, yes, come into our thing where white people are having fun and throwing axes and shooting bows right next to people. We're throwing heavy things and sharp things, and there's at least one barroom brawl, right by the by the grill pit. Yeah, and we have a fighting pit and loud music, so much loud, oh, loud no, hyperborean we- music. Come uh, in, please. Oh, uh, dude, I'm surprised more parties don't have a, a fighting pit because half of the males would be like, I can take them. Well, uh, what is a party if you don't have a fighting pit? Nobody has to use it, but it does have to be present to where, oh, if you guys are going to fight, get in the fighting pit so that everybody can watch. Call it the Thunderdome just for fun. Because why not? Because <laughs> why not? But yeah, the... The we'd like to throw things. We'd like to one of our big goals but, but we don't, with the tax exempt thing, the, the religious tax exemption. Now we have to follow a different set of criteria that morally and ethically we cannot do. Yes, it, it's it's appreciated. It is something that if it didn't come with those strings and we just had a podcast where we pointed out we do our best and everyone should to avoid having strings put on them that can move them around. You know, be Pin- be Pinocchio by the end when he's a real boy. Don't 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 be uh, Pinocchio when he's just a wooden puppet. Right. Uh, even though he doesn't have strings, be the real boy. It's hard. It's painful. It takes a long time. It's it, it would be so easy, and sometimes it's tempting. But then we remember these things like, oh yeah, we have morals and ethics. We can't do that. Well, and That's it's just, it's not right. It's dishonest, it's disingenuous, and it's not helpful to our people. Well, and it's specifically because of what we're trying to do. There are organizations that could do it, and it wouldn't conflict. But because of what we're trying to do, it unfortunately would. Yeah. And it's specifically because we're trying to help our people. Like, we've, we've covered this before. We can't we, help everybody. No, we can't. But we can try to help our people because we are our people. We are two members of our people, so we can actually try to help them because we understand them. So basically, we have to stay a private organization to make this stuff happen. To make the movies happen. To make things happen, as in the, the gatherings. To eventually build a town if we ever get big enough. If we ever get there, which we're, we have plenty of plans in place for when that happens. But it's going it's to be... so far off, though, right now. I might be as old as you by the time we finally get Probably. there. So... There is a Hopefully lot. Hopefully not, but realistically. Well, and my family grays early, so I might look it even if I'm not. <laughs> You'll probably look look as old as me in about five years. <laughs> I hope not. I already look older than I am. Thanks. <laughs> well, um, well anyways. You, don't, you don't look bad for how old you are. Yes, I'm like 212. You look amazing for 212. Oh, man, I am a good-looking 212-year-old. But, yeah, it's we're trying to do things for our people we're trying it's we're taking the hard route 
Well, and if because we, it's the right thing to do. Well, and if we can get the town, if we can get the gatherings, if we can start collecting folklore, because that's another thing we want to do is travel and collect specifically American folklore, yeah. because that's where we're from, that's where we live, and it's in a real it's di- dying out. It's in a real danger of having a mass die off of our folklore. Mm-hmm. Like you grew up with stories of Paul Bunyan that I'm not sure anyone but you currently carries anymore. There's a couple people my age and older, but. We're getting older by the year. Yeah. We're getting older by the year because a lot of the people my age did not tell them to people your age. No, most. And then the other problem is, is a lot of lore is tied to the land. Yeah. it's why a lot of lore just can't. Well, there's some stories I told you that I couldn't tell you until the right opportunity showed up, whether it's a specific thing happens or we're in a specific place. Because the story just doesn't work without it. Yeah, I mean, like uh, one of the uh, uh, that story of the boulder and the flower, mm-hmm. or the uh, that too is a child of the hunter in reference to a songbird. There, there are, and there are ones that are even more extreme than that. You can only tell the story when you're standing in a specific spot on planet Earth. Yeah, like just like you can tell a story of the giant's causeway, but you know that there are stories of the giant's causeway that you can only tell at the giant's causeway. Right. Well, cause like I was able to write down that story, the, 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 the stone in the flower, but you know, had I told you the story standing at a river where there's a stone and a, a flower growing behind it, it would have had so much more impact that the written word alone just, cannot do it but we need to get the we need to save what we can transitioning it into written lore which is why we want to do the digital nomad part collecting the folklore and learn how to tell the stories do like i would like to write down these stories and be like when uh, and give instructions when you tell this story find this kind of place point at this type of thing or be in this place and explain this this way well, and here's the thing. A lot of people get intimidated at the idea of memorizing folklore and mythology because of the idea that they think they have to have it by rote. Oh, no, I'm going to mess up. You don't have to have it by rote. In fact, many versions of Grimm's Fairy Tales, Mother Goose, a lot of these folk tales are fleshed out by the writer because there's story beats, but the in-between bits are optional. Right, and you can look up all kinds of videos where they're like, Oral traditions were hard and rigid, and that's true for some peoples in some places. And we talked to these two people from that's 2,000 miles apart, and they gave an identical recitation of this. And that gets in your head and makes you think that you can't tell a story unless you can tell it by rote. That is an exception to the rule and probably didn't even happen considering where it was because that one video that I'm referring to, it's an educational video, it takes place in Europe. Oh, yeah, and it's uh, not, No. No. Well, and here's the thing is not all one, the stories are languages serious. within 2,000 miles. They're speaking two different languages. Oh, There's yeah. There's no way that they're saying the exact same words. No. Well, and not all stories are serious. Some are funny. Yeah, uh, like Conan and his furry back. Yeah, Con- the, the myth of Conan the Fianna's back hair. Uh, Thor and the wedding dress. Um Oh, Baobo, the the legs all the way up goddess. Yes. Yeah. We have humor. We we appreciate humor. We appreciate a lot of our stories are dark, but it makes the bright stories brighter. 
we want to bring this to our people. We're going to do it through Boreal Punk on a website. That's when we you present enough. I don't give a crap if we present a fairy and a battle between mechs. When you see that fairy, that fairy in that story is going to be canon accurate to a fairy in the old folklore that's written down. It's going to be the same fairy, same type of fairy. It's going to look like a person. It's not going to have wings. It's not going to be dressed in Peter Pan things. It's uh, Peter Pan clothes. It's going to be a fairy as described, except for it's going to be in that environment and that time. Well, and it's it's the surest way I've seen to get people to actually understand something. Like Holda, the closest I've come is to explain that she, like, tie it to something they know, like the storks bringing babies or uh, Nanny McPhee. Mm-hmm. Same with the Dogda and Hagrid. Get people grinning ear to ear when they think of that. Well, and, and another thing, too, like Tinkerbell, she's the most successful one. That's why I keep bringing her up. Talk to many women. Tinkerbell's fake. She's not a fairy. I describe what a fairy is. Leave it at that. They get angry. They already know T- Tinkerbell's made up. But they love Tinkerbell. So then what I do is Tinkerbell is actually a sprite. And that's cool. She's not a fairy because this is what a fairy is. She's not a pixie. I know that they call her a pixie too. But this is what a pixie is. No, she's cooler than that. And then I will tell them what a sprite does. Then they they get to keep Tinkerbell. Because who doesn't like Tinkerbell? But they get to keep Tinkerbell. And cup her in their hands. And, and get to keep her safe. And then evil Disney fucking with Tinkerbell. How dare they? She's a sprite. That's far more important than a fairy or a pixie. Well, and it's actually really common because we brought it up. It is, you can't copyright folklore and mythology. But you can if you twist it. Because then, then, then it's no longer fair use. It's your own interpretation. So it's... That's can, why everything gets interpreted. Yes, interpretario. Yeah. Yes. Let, let's pull out some of the the big fancy foreign old timey words. Yes. Or we'll just say that's why they why they interpret them in these weird and awful ways, and they're awful because we learn through stories. Well, it's why movies are so powerful. Why they are basically a form of weird craft, because. That's another thing. The word magic. The word magic has been applied to things that it has no business being. Like, I actually, this is an example of me being wrong, trying to argue that, like, the chaos and the summoning demons and all that, that's not magic. This is magic. No, what I was describing was weird craft. The summoning demons and binding them, the... That is magic. Yes, that is the powers of the magi. We can hopefully change people's minds and hearts, bring them back what they didn't even know that they forgot. And that's through the storytelling of Boreal Punk on the Hyperborean radio website. I know it doesn't make sense for videos, but just bear bear with it. Fuck it. A lot of things don't make sense. Um, Like a 20th century fox making movies. What? Stop and think about that. Well, you see, it's time travel. They made it all before the 21st century. Right, right. And it's 
and it's a fox, but this is a special fox. Yes, that's it. It's it's Fox Mulder. That's it. Yes, they're yes. gonna they're gonna, gonna X Files it. Yeah. So we just don't want people thinking, oh, they've they've lost the plot and all this that was a setup for something fictional. No, the something fictional is in addition to. It's we're using real lore, real history, real culture to tell a story. Well, it's like last episode. We explained the difference between robots and automatons. The things everybody tends to like, the really popular robots, quote unquote, in pop culture are actually automatons by the rules, more or less. So the wording matters. What something is matters and what we're trying to do is untwist it because as long as people hold on to the twisted mythology, they are owned. They are owned by the corporations that made it. Right. Well, and give people the tools and the language to understand and express these things. Like a, a Gaelic word that I relearned recently, Krua. I was really struggling to explain something. And then I got that word. It's, it's, the solid in the shape, except for it's not like a basketball or a, or a can or a desk. It's to make an idea so solid to shape it in such a way that it becomes visceral that you can, you can understand it, which is part of the, use. I mean, it is a solid physical thing as well, but it's mostly for the, for the idea of it. And what was you saying? I was going to say that that's actually where movies and modern media do come in handy. They help with the crua because they give people a better starting point than nowhere. Yeah. It's like that's why we like to point out when things get things right. Like the God of War Ragnarok game. Everyone knows it got tons wrong, but then it got certain things right. right. And that's useful. Like Thor, the best depiction of Thor in terms of physical appearance was in that game. Well, even his general attitude. Oh, yeah. And then they actually did Trudy well or uh, 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 Thruder. Thruder, but they call her Thrudy in the game or Trudy. Or, uh, yes, the dwarves in Lord of the Rings are closer to what gnomes are. But the dwarves in The Hobbit are actually all named after actual dwarves. Yeah. Bomber and Valin and Thorin, I think, is one of them. Uh, Gandalf is actually named after a dwarf, too, but his name means Staff Elf. So it's... But what we want to do is we don't want to do like Tolkien, where Tolkien took these things and then presented them incorrectly, not not in a detrimental way, other than orcs. Yeah, that and one. goblins, orcs yeah. and goblins. He he did them dirty. He had to have some bad guys. Yeah, he had to have bad guys. He did them dirty. Dwarves or goblins and orcs are not at all what is presented in in uh, Lord of the Rings, but he didn't really present elves as what elves really are. Dwarves dwarves make stuff out of dog barks and fish song. The ones that gnomes makes- make things out of iron and steel. Yes. And then goblins are like, you're both silly. We'll yes. do both. It's like the, the yeah, why make things out of just dog barks and or steel? Why not put these things together? And then you get something really cool like chocolate and fudge. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan, but apparently some people are. But either way, what we're going to do 
is when we show a goblin, we're going to show a lore accurate goblin. We show a, it, whether we're telling an old story from folklore or we're telling a new story, it doesn't matter. The goblin is going to be a lore accurate goblin. We tell an old lore story of like that, that one story where the princesses with the worn out shoes, they would go, I think it was behind the, uh, the clock or a painting or something. Then they'd go down these stairs and dance with the, uh, the fairy princes all night until their shoes wore out. Whether we're telling that story or another, or, or a completely a story that we made up, the fairies are going to be lore accurate fairies. Trolls are going to be lore accurate trolls. Ogres are going to be lore accurate ogres. Sprites, pixies, uh, centaurs. It's all going to be lore accurate creatures and, and the folklore creatures. We're not going to do them dirty. We're going to show them as what they actually are, which means we can't show an elf. All that we'll be able to do with an elf is show the effect of the elf. Yes, because they live within the veil between the realms. So as a result, they can interact with multiple realms, but you can't really see them because they're not really in ours. Right. They're not really in a realm, which Kinda. is weird. They are, but they're not, but they are. So, Well, it's like the, the, night, uh, the night bus in uh, Harry Potter. Not the movie, the book, because the movie does the book wrong yeah. but but how the bus sort of interacts oh yeah in the in the book the stuff gets out of the bus's way including houses and buildings everything gets out of the bus's way in the book everybody saw how like shapeshift and squish and all that stuff but what they're doing in the book is they're actually traveling through the veil they aren't in either realm and that's why, like, uh, in Harry Potter, when they use the flu system or uh, there's another way that they do it. Um, uh, apparating. Yeah, but they get sick. It's because they're traveling through the veil. They're in the veil. They're not traveling from just one position to another, be- from one realm to another. They're actually transitioning sideways, I guess, through the veil. The bus, in the instance that you're explaining, does the same thing. Well, if we're going to reference uh, Harry Potter, we're going to actually go through the effort of having the buildings get out of the way rather than manipulating the bus. We'll have the traffic just getting out of the way because we're going to do it right. We're going to hold to the story. That's uh, a completely fictional story, but it does have folkloric stuff in it. Well, and it's like... But we're going to go through the effort to do it right. Well, we've actually tried to describe this before and we we think we might have found a good analogy christians specifically christians of our people are people that got that there's a really long series and they only like the movie based off the last few thousand years Mm -hmm. so it's like the one of the most recent books got made into a standalone movie and they like the movie yeah they They, only like the passion of christ yes but they're not but they don't really read they haven't never read the book yeah they've never read the book but they like the movie a lot of pagans fall into the trap of, well, I won't do that. I'll be a bit smarter. So then they read the book right before it, and they start really liking that. What we're trying to encourage people to do is to take... Read the whole book series. The, all the canon, as much as you can hold. Yeah. Because there is a point where you just 
you can't hold anymore. You forget. Yes, but there's an advantage. The, the beautiful thing about the ethnic way is there's not, you don't have to learn everything. No. You don't have to learn the eternal, never-ending story, uh, libraries full of, this, of just a never-ending book. And you, you don't have to learn it all by rote. No. You all just, you have to do is, is come to understand it. Understand who we are as a people. Uh, that's the core of it. Like we, we have people that have communicated with us. They don't know a lot about the gods, but they are, they strive for nobility. They strive to be the best they can be for their people. They believe in the strength and power of their people. And they're more pagan in, in not just in our opinions, but in practice, if you look at history, how the supposed quote unquote pagans acted, then people who have 25 laser cut idols, the plastic pagans, the ones that have all the trappings, all the expensive stuff, but none of the purpose, none of the point. They've missed the point. Like the people that pretend they read Game of Thrones, but all they do is dress up in sexy Khaleesi costumes. Right, yeah. Well, I read Game of Thrones. Really? What's the real name of the book series? Uh, uh, there's a different it's not, name? It's not called Game of Thrones? Oh, 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 no, I got caught. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is our people, we are so story-driven. Well, we like to show off, too. Right, so... Why not give our people stories that is lore accurate? And that's all that we're after. And we're going to have to do it in an entertaining way. You do have people that really appreciate the dry, dusty academics. I can wade through it actually really quickly. But let's be honest, most people don't. And a lot of people don't have the time to go through it. They might dip their toe in it, but... Really, they're far more interested in watching something fun or playing a video game. Well, and the thing is, is what we try to do, like we're trying to tell a story. The lore is a story. Mm-hmm. History is a story. Uh, legends, myths, folklore is a story. Oh, do you remember the actual definition Customs. of lore? Because you, you was like, uh, oh, yeah, it's a really good word. Uh, it means more than just stories. It also means instruction and learning. And yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, so to learn from stories. Well, that's our people's nature. We function off of the lore. That is our nature. We don't function off of law. We function right. off of lore. It, it's oh. what. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's why when people started calling me the lore keeper because I didn't pick this name. Neither of us picked our uh, our nope. names. We were given them by other people who just wouldn't stop calling us these things. I treat it very, very seriously, and I try to do my absolute best. It's why I sometimes come off, and I am, like a bit of an asshole. It's because I have to be. You're protecting the stories. You're trying to protect the stories. I'm, I'm protecting as much of it as I can hold. Yeah. And you don't have to know all of them. But um, I was gonna, I was just gonna do a little shameless self plug that if people are curious about what it is that we're doing with the website, because we have artwork and and some banners already set up, you can go join our Patreon and have a look. Simple as that, and our Patreon is uh, our channel name. Oh, and. Uh... You can also support us on buy me a coffee and buy us a book. Right, but they can't see what we're doing there. No, that, that's, that, that that, there. that's just if you feel like throwing money at us. Yeah, if you prefer that, that method instead, just helping us out with some resources. And, yeah, you can donate to us on uh, buy me a coffee, I believe. Yeah, it's called site. buy me a coffee. And for us, it's you're buying us books. Yes. 
Um, or we have our Dexters. Teespring, which is currently right now stripped down to the minimum before we rebuild it. Uh, takes time. Everything's taking time. We're trying to get all the pieces laid out. But, yeah, we're constantly working on on moving forward. We're seeing what it is that we have to overcome. And, and then we're... And I forgot. <laughs> and I forgot well, uh, the thing. Improvise, improvise adapt, and, overcome. Right. And, we analyze it so then we can improvise, and then we adapt what it is that we're doing so that we can overcome these hurdles. Well, it's like magic. We used to try to fight how most people saw magic. Now instead, we understand. And I already even said this. It means something else. In fact, it re- references a tradition that is foreign to our people. Yeah. It's like. Instead, we'll just teach them what magic actually means, which is it's a foreign concept. It is very regimented. It is about It's very ritualistic, but we have our own thing, and it was so integral and part of us, it didn't really have a name, which is why we are calling it weirdcraft, for lack of a better term. The weird. The way. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just weird, man. Or uh, another one, uh, uh, astrology or starcraft. As the old English would say. Yes. That's such a good word, Starcraft. It is. But it it didn't mean I see your future because Kaleidoscope is passing through Cassiopeia or whatever. Uh, No, it was, oh, it looks like it might be harvest time because that star is in the sky. And it's not because of magical reasons. It's because we live in a giant freaking clock. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, they can see that star. It means this, this time of year. And it's clear enough that they can actually see it. So that also means a thing. Like if it's all overcast and you don't see it until this, like it's, it's in the sky, you know, it's there because you practice Starcraft. So you should be able to see it, but it's overcast, which means that the weather is doing this. And if you don't see it until this month, when you should have seen it in this other month, that means this other thing because the sky is overcast. Yes. And it's actually really scientific and really complex whereas astrology is more like meteorology whereas it's very very inconsistent and what the best thing to do is to just tell people the same thing over and over again like you had a uh, a weatherman in your hometown ta- area oh, yeah. and he was the most popular because he was of, he was always right yeah well it's because he pretty much gave everything an even chance of being yeah, there's correct 50 percent chance of rain 50% chance of it being cloudy, 50% of it chance of it being sunny, and almost nobody caught it. But he was the best weatherman because he was always right. He was always right. The best weatherman. He was smart enough to not put the 50s. Like, there's a 50% chance of rain and a 50% chance of sunshine right next to each other. He would stagger it out, but everything was 50%. And some people caught it and loved it, and some people didn't catch it and got really mad when they found out. Right. You know, much like well, people don't be like being told that they're wrong. They don't like feeling like they're stupid or got got one was pulled over over them and they get angry. And I get it. I get it. Well, it, but sometimes you just got to be like, <laughs> that's fucking funny. Well, and the thing is, is n- not everything does. You're allowed to enjoy Kratos mm-hmm. from the God of War games. He's a fictional character. Everyone knows he's a fictional character. He is actually kind of based off some stuff, but most of it, like 99.9% of him is uh, made up for the game series. Right. You're allowed to enjoy that. You're allowed to enjoy Tolkien. You're allowed to enjoy going to the person that puts on the whole gypsy getup, even though she looks like uh, 
Jersey Shore the rest of the time. But it's kind of like, um, uh, yeah, you can enjoy all that stuff. And then as you l- learn what these things really are, it's like you as you got more in touch with the way. And you go back and you watch some of the, the programming that you used to love. Some of it you now hate. Others you're like, oh, wow, this is so much better than I thought it was. I didn't realize that these aspects of our ethnic way is actually in there. Like, that's real stuff. Well, it's like one of our friends. Uh, after spending enough time with us, he's like, I see the way everywhere. I see paganism everywhere. I see it in the movies I watch. I see it when I go to the store. I see it in my kids. Mm-hmm. And we, our friend who has the kids, the kids love the lore. He'll tell stories of Holda. He'll tell stories of Krampus. He'll tell stories of... Hey, Dad, did you know that we're descended from bears? Yeah. Look at my hands and look at the, the lo- bear look at a bear's paw. Yeah. You tell the kids the lore and they love it. Like, you tell most kids... Christian lore. Most of our kids, they're like, "Uh huh, okay." You tell them about our gods, our stories, our customs. They love it, and they just run off with it, and they have all, the most amount of fun. Like when a kid is suggesting Krampus might get cold, stopping by on oh, Christmas. Oh yeah, that was. Let's leave him some soup. Yeah, some hot stew. Yeah, because he might get cold. You know, ignore the the furry coat. Mm-hmm. He'll get cold. Well, the thing is, is. They knew that they weren't bad kids, so they have nothing to fear from Krampus. Only bad kids have something to fear from Krampus. Yeah. And that's lore accurate. Only the naughty kids have something to fear from Krampus. Well, and a lot of areas just have Krampus. He used to also be the gift giver. Sinterklaas just kind of absorbed bits Mm -hmm. of that. And that's the thing is it's so widespread. And we're kind of seeing because Krampus did come over here with some of the uh, people from Europe. Mm-hmm. So he's been here for hundreds of years. But recently he got a massive rise in popularity. And when that that and popularity can ebb and flow. So Krampus might stay this popular because he's filling a need that we had. He's he is a God that we as Americans appreciate and people actually are glad to learn more of the accurate lore of this god from the Alps because a lot of his people are here too. Right, and I'm really excited about telling lore-accurate stories. Like the Macha MP3. That is actually lore-accurate. She is not malicious. She will fuck you up with the best of intentions. She just wants to protect you, take away your pain, heal you, make you feel good. However... This isn't always the, always the best thing. She is not malicious. She actually cares and, and loves her people. She loves the children. She loves the men. She loves the women. She wants to be loved in return. But she is deadly. But not always. Well, it's it's like the story of uh, Rip Van Winkle. The fairies are... Depends on the story. Sometimes it's dwarves. Right. I mean, you, you can tell it where they're the bad guys. Or you can tell it where... Yeah, it wasn't the best of situations. He mostly did it himself, and the the Fae are were like, "What the hell is going on?" Well, basically, what the uh, the, the version where they basically let him sleep because he's like, "Oh, he keeps taking naps. He must be so tired. Let's let him sleep as much as he needs to." So they they do a little spell and let him sleep but he until sleeps. he's fully rested. Yes, which is decades later. And they'll comb his hair and comb, comb his, his beard. Comb his hair, cut his nails, cover him with moss so he doesn't get cold. Yeah. 
there's there's different ways that it can be told and there's the ways that you can be told where the fae don't understand they're trying to help but they don't understand and then there's the the other route that you can take where they're evil and wicked and malicious but i'm looking forward to telling lore accurate stories like uh i've i've depressed people made some people angry because oh the movie krampus when that first came out hey, you're a heathen, you'll really like the movie Krampus because it's based off from a pagan god, and I watch it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, there's aspects there, but what? No, it's way, way off, but there are good parts to it. Well, and some of the people was like, oh, man, I thought that I was going to be able to learn some paganism through this movie. It's like, well, this is... This is right. This is right. And unfortunately, at the time, I didn't understand how to go about it because I mostly focused on what was wrong, expecting them to hold on to what was right. Conversations can't go that way. You have to focus on what's right. You can't take and then fill in even more right stuff. You can't take anything from people, but you can give them enough that they drop it on their own. Yeah, because uh, in later periods, I did that with that movie Krampus where. I focused on what was right, and I gave them so much of what was right that they started on their own spotting what was wrong. And they're like, ah, so this was bullshit, this was bullshit, and this was bullshit because I gave them so much that was right. And that's how we're going to change things. We have to give people so much that they can't hold on to what has no value. Well, and our people do have... We only have a certain amount of energy we're, that most of most of us are willing to put into this. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons that uh, what what's the most common thing right now? The non-practicing Christian. Yeah. Uh, absolute I'm bare Christian, minimum. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm Christian, Christian, but I've never stepped foot in a, in a church. Oh, did I read the Bible? No, I haven't ever read that thing either. I well, tried a couple times, but no. Well, they're Christian um, on the holidays, basically. Yeah. Or when they're asked. Oh, yeah. But they don't do any of the stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's the most common thing because it is the lowest effort with the least amount of pushback. And I'm excited because us getting in a position where we can now have a sponsorship shows that we're, we're growing. It shows people are interested. It shows that we're making ground. We're starting to make ground, and we're going to do what's right no matter how hard it is. No matter how hard it is, we're going to keep doing what's right. Even if we don't make any ground, we're just going to keep doing what's right. Even Why? If, because it's right. Even if all we can do is put the information out there, and it doesn't go anywhere in our lifetimes, hopefully, even if this is not the time, if this is not the place where our ethnic weight r- revives itself and our people get back to our nature, Hopefully we have left enough that the next people that do this can accomplish it. I don't know. I'm hopeful. And I do well, truly think I that we can. I think with the support of the people that listen to us now that, that, that support us, I think we can make a difference now. I think so too. I really truly do. But we are doing this for the long-term support yes. of our people, which means even if in our lifetimes, we only get 90% of the way there. And it has to be the next generation or the generation after that that finishes up that last 100%. Or that last 10%, yes. Yeah, it get, gets to the 100% mark. Right. That is going to be worth it. And, and the reality is, as we've brought this up before, we are too weighed down to get 100% there 
even if we are 100% successful. Oh, there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of healing. And that Yahweh-shaped wound is on every single one of us. Yeah. Unfortunately. And sometimes there's a little blue blue cyst shaped like Krishna, too. Really, that's the way it is. Our people are the prize. Oh, yeah. And people have been fighting over us for a long time. For the, the other races that listen, sorry, but that's the way it is. Hyperboreans are the prize. We're the most propagandized people on the face of the planet. Oh, yeah. If we weren't the prize, and we're one of the smallest groups, if we were not the prize, this would not be the case. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's like most things that end up being built that are massive projects have to have our people, even in China and Japan. Well, Japan openly admits it. Oh, yeah. Like, we can't build a skyscraper without... Without Hyperboreans, we build a skyscraper, it falls down. We only get partway up, it goes crooked. We need Hyperboreans to build straight buildings so that they don't collapse on us. They openly admit it. Well, and the thing is, is there are a lot more chimeras than people give credit for. Like mm-hmm. the Dravidians. There are very few purebred Dravidians left. Yeah. They're, almost everyone... I've on- talked to a couple of them, and uh, they don't look like what you would think that they look like. No, when- mean, You can see it in the chimera... But they look different. Oh, yeah. And we look really weird to them. How did and if the, you guys are listening, hi. Uh, it, uh, good, to, good to see you. We, we, yeah. we like to talk to other purebreds. Cause take, it, back, take back your own shit, same as we're trying to do. But it's us just getting the sponsorship shows me that we are starting to really make ground. We're doing that because of the people that watch our or look at our Telegram, listen to especially the sponsorship, listen to us listen to our podcast support us on patreon uh there's a couple people that send us books on uh, buy me a coffee um people's bought our our um our products on teesprings this stuff allows us to get resources so that we can continue doing what we're doing it and do it better well and actually because this is a milestone i want to personally thank the people that have actually supported us. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go down the list. Thank you. Big cheese. Uh, By the way, love your name. That that made (laughs) me laugh when that first happened. Uh, Garrick. Thank you for your support. Yes. Katie. Thank you for your support. You too. Depending. Great name again. Awesome name. Afibjorn. Spiffy. F. Bjorn, he's he's uh, sounds like an upright guy. Oh yeah, I, I'd like to have a beer with him. I'd have whiskey and Spiffy. Yeah, he's he's a rather Spiffy acorn. Uh, he, he's Spiffy's great. He gives off um, intelligent Labrador energy. <laughs> it, it, it's a compliment. Yeah. You're you're great, Spiffy. Uh, Claire, thank you so much for your support. Euphotic King Snowball. Thank you to everybody that's supporting us. Thank you to other people that have supported more sporadically, like Cam uh, it, and everybody else. Yeah, uh, because we don't have the full list. This was actually just kind of a spur of the moment. Yeah, there's people that, that help us out when they there's can, pe- so it's pretty sporadic. There's people that help us out really There's people steady. that share us. There's people that have contributed their time. There's people that have been... And it's going to take more than just... Celtic God and the Lore Keeper to make this happen. And there is, fortunately, on our team more than just Celtic God and Lore Keeper. It's going to take all of us working together, and we can actually make things better. 
just the step by step i have gotten we've both gotten people to actually see the way things are and then they'll actually go to bat for us you've gotten africans asians people who aren't even us to start being like no that's wrong yeah it's because they know these things are ours well and part of it is because i'm so sincere and i'm not hateful towards them and i'm honest i'm like i view us as completely different species and in a natural environment we should try to kill each other. However, we are not in that position, which means that we can communicate. Oh, actually, I find other purebreds fascinating. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they look nothing like us. Like, uh, one of my favorites, because they're so strange, are the Mesoamericans, because they have, like, horses' manes on their arms yeah, and Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, as, it's not like two feet long. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. That would be fascinating. I would wonder how they keep it clean. But, um, yeah... It, there's different unique things about all the different peoples on the, on the planet. And it's, it, it's excellent. We, however, focus on our people and I'm not going to apologize for that. No, and I'm not going to stop doing it. No. And nobody should. There's, it is like, there's a common common saying that floats around in our spheres loving your kin is never a sin the reality is by the oldest definition i've been able to find of sin not loving your kin like your your tribe your people not going to bat for them not loving them enough to fight for them not doing stuff for them as in like your group matters the most to you more than everybody else is actually closer to the terminology of sin right. well, than to Sin is a hyperborean word, and it means to go against nature. Yes. To despise your people is to go against your own nature. Well, it's a, it, for lack of a better term, it is a form of mental illness. Yeah. Because it is a detrimental mindset that is literally against your survival. Well, and what we're trying to do is show people that think that they don't have purpose. No, you have purpose. There is purpose to your life. You just have been taught that there isn't. And there is purpose. You are strong. You do have courage. You can gain wisdom. You might be dumb as a box of rocks right now, but you can gain wisdom. Part of that wisdom is is starting to think for yourself. It, it All of this is painful. There's nobility within us all, but we have to nurture it. We have to grow it. And sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's hard. But really, it's the most natural thing that we can do. Well, the only reason that the ethnic way, our way, is so hard right now is not because the way itself is hard. It's because the world itself is pushing back so hard. Well, really, it's, in my opinion, it's because they've convinced so many of us that it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's the big part. So it's everywhere. If you, if you have eyes to see, it is everywhere. Everywhere. But they... The society has convinced us it doesn't exist, so therefore it is nowhere. Well, and the reality is, is the best way to communicate these things is through stories. Mm -hmm. It's through making people fall in love with the trolls as they actually are, making people fascinated by the elves as they actually are, and proud of themselves as they actually are. That is what well, is as going they to help. actually are not this, not these pretend things that most people have that they, they pretend to be this and they pretend to be that, 
but be who they actually are. For, for instance, you're looking at me a little bit confused. People pretend to care about all these these social issues. Let's be honest. Nobody does. No, it, the reality is most people care about the people that matter to them and their immediate surroundings. It's like people will be like, oh, no, the volcano went off on miscellaneous island nation and killed 500 people. Right. And let's be honest. The only people that care is the people on miscellaneous island. Yes. And, and it's the harsh reality of it. It is the truth. It is. It is the way that it is. The only people that really care about those people are the people that was there. It's not that everybody else is like, yay, the volcano went off and 500 people died. The The truth of it is, is we stand back and be like, oh, that's unfortunate. Well, do you care? We're trained to say yes. Deep down inside, we know that we don't. We would have been just fine not knowing about it. And in 10 minutes, we're going to be drinking our coffee or walking down the street, not thinking about it at all. Well, it's like the whole, hey, how are you? You're always just supposed to say, I'm fine. Or, it's a great day. Whereas, I've made a game of it. If someone, When someone says, how are you? It's like, like, this is a common response I'll get. I'm living the dream. My response <laughs> is always something akin to, you got to dream higher, man. Yeah. Yeah. Aim higher. Yeah. Or, are you sure it's your dream? Or, uh, are you sure you're not in someone else's nightmare? Right. Something like that. But just to just to mess with that expected response. Yes. Because eh, it's what we do. We fuck with people. Yeah, we have to. Well, the thing is, fucking with people is how you keep them on their toes. Well, and it shows and they, that you or, care. Well, yeah, because it's even a saying. People who are, are casual acquaintances. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Fred? I'm great. Best friends. Hey, dipshit, you left your underwear on the kitchen. Go pick it up. Fuck you, Ted. <laughs> that's yes you uh, we're 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 weird creatures that way we're yes. very weird but it's it's true nobody really cares about all these issues like the the you see the crybabies on the on the tiktokers with the fuzzy bunny ears and uh the weepy faces and the face paints that's everybody all they're doing is they're crying out for attention. That's it. They don't really care about those things. They want attention. This is how they get attention, at least in some minor way. They're they're damaged. They're injured. Granted, it, just like an injured dog, you get close. You try helping this injured animal, it's going to lash out at you. Uh, lead dog gets snarled up in something. And it effectively becomes a snare around their leg. It has to really trust you for you to to release it from the snare. Otherwise, it might kill you. You get too close. These people, they're the same way. They will become violent, but they're still just injured animals. Well, and the reality is, is all of us right now, unfortunately, you're not broken people, but we are injured to an extent. Yeah. We have the wound. And there needs to be a period of healing. Like a lot of people that end up being able to internalize and understand what we're talking about, they gave themselves that rest period. Yeah. It's really the way that it is. And we're not telling people to do things. Actually, if, you, if you've listened to us very long, most of what we tell people is stop doing. 
just stop. Well, stop and, doing these things that are not natural to our people. Stop pretending to do these things that are not natural to our people. And in that way, you can heal, but you have to stop and slow down and heal. If, you, if you're still gushing from a major wound, you, you, you have to save yourself before you can save the next guy. Yeah, not everyone's the Black Knight from Monty Python. Right. Tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch, he says, as he's nothing but a head. Yes. So we need to slow down. We need to take time. We need to heal. We need to realize what's going on in the world to be able to fight back against it. It. We can't help everybody. And that's why we need to stay a private organization. That's why we can't do the religious uh, exemption. Uh, exemption. That's why we're taking up the sponsorship. Um, that's why we're creating the website is we're saving who we can. It's small steps. We're trying to speak to people's souls without telling them that they have to do more and more and more and more. Well, if and any, if you don't sign up for the latest thing, whatever the reality, then you're evil. No. Well, and the reality is a lot of people, what they need to do is not only do less, like you said, because a lot of people are already basically doing the ethnic way, but you need to rest Mm-hmm. People, you need to give yourselves when you're able to have permission to rest. And it do is, nothing. Do nothing. It Which is, is hard. It is one of the fastest ways to allow yourself to heal. Just like with an actual injury, rest and sleep and just letting yourself settle. And not not like settle for, I'm going to be settling for the rest of my life. No, just a moment of calm. Yeah. I know that's hard to come by in modern day. Well, it's hard it's, to even do one because people have the opportunity to do this all the time, but we don't take it. We've been trained to not take it instead of just sitting in our bedroom quietly laying on the bed or sitting on the bed and just, <sighs> and doing nothing. We turn on the TV. We turn on some music. We read a book. Yeah. We're doing something. Sometimes you just need to stop and do nothing. Yes. Just for a few minutes and then go back about your day. Well, and this is something that we've both seen. Someone, someone rests finally for the first time in God's knows how long, potentially their life. And they literally start crying mm-hmm. from the, the weight being eased. We're not, we're not changing anything about us. What we're doing is we're adding on. So, we, we did all this. I mean, we're starting to talk around circles so we can wrap this up. But we're, um, we're not stopping what we're doing. We're actually doing more. So I wanted to do this show so that when we do release the, the website, whenever we get it done sometime this year, mm. um, when we release that and people go and they look and they're like, oh, what's up with the mechs and this, this – uh, science fictiony looking stuff and the the weird fairy tales what's up with all this and the the hologram lady i don't get it they've lost their way we haven't lost our way that's just an addition to what we're already doing so that other people can grab a hold of it and embrace it and enjoy it and hopefully you guys can too and that's all i got to say so uh yeah i'll see you guys on the next show And I'll just say, our people think, view, and live through stories. 
And we have to make the decision if we're going to have a story that emboldens us or weakens us. And we here at Hyperborean Radio are going to do our best to give our people back their story 